Welcome, everybody, to episode eight of the Beers and Beans podcast. My name is Gabe. Today, I am joined with Mr. Freaking Woodsy. How you doing, Woodsy? Hello. Hello. How are we? What you got? What you got, Woodsy? Show me. Show me what oh, you got. This bad boy. Look at that. Woodsy is going to be recording very soon with such a sexy microphone. My audio sounds good. Doesn't matter. Stinky microphone. Dude, his microphone is going to sound. Look how good that microphone looks. His microphone is going to be way better than mine. Yeah, so for the audio listeners, I'm currently showing off the box of the short SM7B that turned up today. But but the the reason why I'm not recording with that microphone (laughs) is because it doesn't come with an XLR cable. Um... I found it out. I did find out before the the mic turned up, so I did order one, but it was meant to get here yesterday and it got delayed because you know COVID and all that. So, um, yeah, we'll make do. We're on one more audio podcast of Woodsy's. My audio has significantly improved over the podcast, um, and this one should hopefully blow out the water and we'll be much better off. And you'll be so, Gucci. You'll be times. set. We'll be we'll be we'll be good to go. We'll be all so, good to go. Let me. Do this. Okay, cool. So I was just setting something up. Audio listeners, you didn't see it, but his mic is going to be so good. I am jealous because I'm not an audiophile, but I love microphones. And your mic's going to sound so good. That now makes three people I interact with pretty consistently who have such good microphones. That Four. Frick, I'm pissed. Kremit has it. You I'm have gone. it. Cooler has it. And Ben Ben has it. I'm jealous. p has it too. Ah! Frick! <laughs> I've now achieved maximum game. jealousy. It's yeah, such a good times, microphone. Bro. No, I mean, your mic sounds good. When I, when I first opened up the audio podcast, when we started listening to it, I was like, wow, Gabe sounds amazing. And then I came in, I was like, oh, my audio is so scuffed, bro. But um, <laughs> now this is exciting. This is exciting. And you got the Go XLR. Oh. oh, yeah, true. I do have the Go XLR. That is kind of oh, You can see so it, like, good. kind of in the corner of the video podcast. It's this bright, glowy thing over here. And that's, like, a godsend. It's going to be I'll tell you, Gabe. Awesome. Tell me. Talk to I'll me. I'll tell you what is exciting. What's exciting? Is that in the last three minutes, Gabe went to make a, uh, a tea? Coffee? Yeah, I got yeah, a black tea. Yeah, I'm drinking beers today. So Gabe went away and made it. And we was going to talk about some other podcast that was rumored to be coming out. Mm. And in that three minutes, Twitch have since confirmed it and tweeted it out through the Twitch support page. Okay. So what they're bringing is a feature called the Boost This Stream. It's a new community challenge called Boost This Stream. Okay. With a limited number of, it's been tested with a limited number of smaller channels. All right. So, I mean, that, that to me says you and me. Mm-hmm. Um, so communities can pull channel points to help streamers increase their visibility on Twitch. A boost places the stream in a highly visible parts of Twitch so more people can discover awesome up-and-coming streamers supported by their community. The Boost Challenge isn't always available, so be on the lookout for a notification in chat or check the channel points store. We want your feedback to make this feature better, so send us your thoughts and stay tuned. That's their official post. So what it essentially is, is that this is a community challenge that can be activated. It's only available at certain times. I don't think it's always available for everyone. But by using channel points, because the original plan for this was rumored to be pay to win, Mm -hmm. we're going to have to pay through subs and bits, and whoever's community had the most subs and bits would amplify them more but they've changed the channel points which is a cool feature because i know a lot of my guys have got a lot of channel points sitting there i imagine obviously it's probably going to have a similar daily limit that is imposed on current community rewards but you can just boost it and some are saying they can boost it to the front page not just more in the discoverability tab just more on the front page okay frick so 
it uh it is pretty pog i mean it's, they said they've sent emails out for some <clears throat> i don't have an email that's okay like i don't have you know, one yet <laughs> can't win them all can't win them all but it's it's exciting to see they're actually trying to do something yeah they have to man uh, they have to they have to work on discoverability because youtube kills them in discoverability every every way shape and form youtube destroys them in discoverability Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's no like the tags on twitch don't do anything like in terms of if i'm looking for something i'm never gonna type in first person shooter on twitch no i'm gonna type in the game i'm looking for you know yeah That's exactly cool actually i'm not gonna lie but so, so going into a bit more detail with it, yeah, um, go for it the challenge is gonna come into create a dashboard so for us we'll see it okay the viewers will know because it will appear in chat mm-hmm and the time limit is you have two days to complete the associated channel point redemption. Yeah. And then once you complete it, you will then be advertised more. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds super freaking cool. And easy, so, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I know I've got people sitting on like 500,000 channel points. Mm -hmm. so, if it's a, so if it's a two day thing, the question is, is it however many channel points you want to just chuck at it or are they going to still limit people to like 2000 per day so it's that you have enough active people in your community to do it Ooh, that's a really good question because that would be smarter wouldn't it to see if you have enough active members of the community yeah otherwise you can just get any tom dick and harry who's had their phone open the whole time they've been streaming stream yeah five thousand hours and yeah a million say, channel technically points. you have like a one viewer stream right and yeah. you could still win. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's cool. I still don't have access to freaking betting. Predictions outcomes. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I feel like the novelty wears off pretty fast. I feel. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. It depends how you do it. Like, I was doing Rocket League, and I was doing it, like, every game. And my chat were like, yeah, it's cool. And then they got a bit bored. Yeah, it's, so. it's nice, though, if they could do something with it after, you know? So, like, when you start betting and then you have, like, a big channel point redemption for something, like, mm -hmm. then people are like, oh, if I bet enough, I can get up there and then I can get that thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm always confused as to what I should make good channel point rewards that are high value. I, ha I currently have, and we spoke about this recently, mm -hmm. I have B a VIP and then B a mod. Mm -hmm. and the reason I have B a mod, um, which is a million channel points, <laughs> is just so when someone comes in and asks, can I be a mod, I can say, yes, yes, you can. If you get a million channel points, stick around, hang out. And I mean, if someone's going to get a million, like I've got people who have earned near a million channel points. Yeah. You know, it's, it is doable. So and those guys are also my mods, which is, which is funny, funny enough. <laughs> they are my mods. So it's like, it's like what you'd ideally kind of look for, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to see, but remember a few episodes back mm. we were talking about the donation feature that's twitch is going to take oh yeah yeah you were like, talking to me about how they're because beta testing it that got a negative this goes this this so this initial leak came from the same guy which then twitch has obviously confirmed this one to be true about the boost yeah so because this is a very positive one everyone's like this is a this is great it's great for the community great for, for you know promotions yeah and then do you think twitch are going to follow it up with, they're like, oh, we did this so well. Let's sneak this one in here where we take half your money. You know? 
I mean, depending on how much they take from donations, it could be extremely negative for Twitch. It could yeah, look I, really, I, really bad. I remember listening back, and you were talking if they took three, five percent. Like, I'd understand that completely. Yeah. Uh, the the if they take fifty percent, which is what they do on everything else. That's true. I, I can say that, can't I? Can I talk about that? Uh, you can't talk about your own numbers, but you can talk about everything else. Yeah, that's what that's public information. I affiliates heard they take fifty percent off Tifu. Aha. Yeah, affiliate. They, they affiliates they get fifty percent taken. When you're a partner, you sign a contract, and you can get different numbers. You maybe get True. 20%, maybe zero. There are some people who do not lose any money on certain things. Supposedly the reason why Ninja left in the first place. Yes. Apparently, the big See. part of that was he was trying to or get in his contract to get 100% of his sub-revenue. Not ad revenue, sub-revenue. I hate ad revenue. <laughs> I hate it now. <laughs> Cypher PK, big five head man with mm -hmm. 65,000 viewers yesterday and running three-minute ads. You gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. And he's just sitting there looking at a timer. Listen, man, so he gay. streamed for 18 hours with over 60,000 viewers during the Black Hole event. 18 hours with 60,000 viewers, and he was running ads nonstop to the point where people were paying to sub so they can keep hearing what he's saying without having to get ad breaks in between. And my man oh, went, no. I think he went to 28,000 subs. Is that how he got so many subs? Yes, that is how it oh. happened. It was a black hole event. And then, obviously, it trickled down from that. He, he wasn't at that high anymore. But now, that's where he's locked in. It's just good at what he does. Yeah. Hey, why was, why was Cypher PK streaming so long yesterday? You want to wanna talk about that? Yeah, sure. I don't know why. Oh, frick, the Fortnite event. Oh, Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, for those of you who uh, know me and Woodsy pretty well, we both... Uh, kind of hate Fortnite for one specific reason. We love the game, and they kind of damaged it over time. And specifically, they made it very difficult for content creators to play. Um, obviously, competitive players still love the game, but the content creators backed away from the game because it was just hard to make content for. It was really difficult. I mean, even Cypher PK went to the point of making a tutorial for every little piece of the game because mm -hmm. there was just no other content. So Fortnite had an event yesterday. It was their... I would say third major changing event, but the best part about it is we got information of the real true story of the Fortnite lore. So the event yesterday, if you haven't watched it, you can watch it online a bunch of places. You can watch it on my channel tomorrow. Hot plug. Uh, but the event was Galactus coming to the Fortnite world to eat it. Galactus is the eater of worlds. He eats planets. That's his whole thing. He kills everybody, eats them all. So he went to the Fortnite event. He blew up a ship, and then Iron Man hacked the time loop module to make a billion battle buses with bombs. That is one voice line that shared an incredible amount of information about the game. Basically the zero point where the vault was located in the uh, alien mm -hmm. versus robot fight and where the doomsday device was triggered. The zero point is an energy source that keeps people trapped in the BR and loops time. So we now know oh. for a fact, isn't that crazy? We now know for a fact that a company is forcing us all to fight to the death to find the best victor over and over and over again. And the reason superheroes oh. were introduced into Fortnite is because we, the players, kept trying to break out. First, with the vault. Then the next time, with the rifts. The third, or the, actually, the very, very first was the rocket. 
we tried to leave the island with the rocket. And so they used rifts to do what? To keep forcing the rocket back onto the island. Every time the rocket went up, it would hit a rift. They were forcing the rocket to stay on the island. That was the whole point. The Ice King tried to keep everybody on the island. So all these crazy events were to force everybody to stay on the island. Now, Galactus was another event to scare people into staying on the island. But we beat Galactus. And Galactus went through a rift. And then the event ends and it says to be continued. And Fortnite, over time, released audio logs on Twitter. And these audio logs were from Jonesy, the real Jonesy, Agent Jonesy, going to different dimensions to find the best fighters in the galaxy. And that is where all the Battle Pass people come from for this season. And so he came to the island. So some point this season, we're going to see Agent Jonesy. And his whole thing is to not let us get out of of the battle royale. That is interesting. I never, I didn't know that much about that. It's crazy it that though. Deep. Isn't that cool? That is kind of cool. It's not, it's yeah. nice. It's got a, you know, storyline to it and kind mm-hmm. of plot. Uh, and they just, shame they, you know, just didn't fix the map. But. No, I know, but I actually like it. I've been having fun with it. So I, I always said, I even said it in my VOD. Like people are like, what would you want to see from Fortnite? I always say, I want new mechanics. Mechanics change the games. Weapons don't, right? Weapons are stupid, but mechanics change the game. And now, there's this sinking sand mechanic, these, these uh, shifting sand in the middle of the map where if you stand yep. still, you'll sink, and then you can move underground like a freaking trench worm. And it's amazing. It's so fast. It's so well done. You can shoot people out of the ground. You can camp really easy. You can hide. Like, it's a brand new mechanic in the game. And they have these, like, uh, teleportation rocks that are almost like Nightcrawler teleports. Very, very cool. But um, PlayStation released a tweet today with an audio transmission. And the audio transmission mm-hmm. was Jonesy needing to find the best of the best, so he had to find a god killer. Yeah. And what got leaked, obviously, because everything gets leaked, um, was a picture of Kratos uh, in front of the uh, zero point. So Kratos is coming to Fortnite sometime in the season. Who's Kratos? God of War character. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. The God of War <laughs> War is coming into Fortnite. Oh. Uh-huh. So now we understand yeah, my- why there are all these superpowers, though, is because they gave them these abilities to try and kill us. The goal is never for you to win. The goal is always for the superpowered people to beat you. And now they got the Mandalorian, the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. Mm. Although we're all dressed up as the Mandalorian. Correct. We are the, we are the characters because anytime someone is added to the BR, right? Us, the players, can choose to be that person if we'd like. Okay. And, and that's where the whole thing is. It's just cool that they finally added a story. And uh, you know No Sweat Insurance? Have you seen about that? So No Sweat Insurance, the company, it's a fake company in the game that's meant to make us believe that they're working with us. But now they have agents in the game, these IO guards, which is literally input-output guards to force to kill us. They are insane. Have you fought them yet? I died to one. Yes, they are crazy. <laughs> they have extremely high health. I think they have 400 health, and their fire rate is faster than our fire rate. They're very basic. If you spot them first, they're very easy to kill. If you don't oh, yeah. spot them first, they, they can yeah, drop you in a second. Three shot me at once, and I yep. was like, I had no builds, and I was like, oh, no, yep. I didn't even have a gun. It's crazy, I was like, man. oh, I'm in trouble. 
And um, there's, a, there's an area where there's, like, offices for the No Sweat Insurance. And in the offices are all of the rare stuff from the different seasons. Like, there's scrolls. There's a piece of the uh, pizza pie from Tomato, tomato mm-hmm. Temple. Tomato Temple. Like, there's all that crazy stuff. It's wild. The game itself, the BR is whatever. But the story, it, I love story. I love story games. And it's just amazing to see that Fortnite is adding a true story to their game. It's yeah. incredible. Well, the story aspect is very cool. It's fun learning about that. I had a yeah. fun time learning about that. I'll be honest, before we start that conversation, I didn't know pretty much all of that. Um, I played it today. I, I, for some reason, I was playing with people who wanted to play Arena, and one of them had already started playing, so it was like Division 3. <laughs> and uh, we won two games, though. I was like, oh, oh nice. I've good. still got it. Yeah. Um, you know, but the Battle Royale is definitely... The experience is very questionable mm-hmm. no it's not what it used to be and it's you know, bloom now i play a mouse and keyboard what, what is bloom you know I, I picked up my controller i was like i can't deal with this bloom I, it's mad i'm oh, coming from like call of duty and all, all these games these shooters that i'm playing now on mouse yeah. and keyboard and like they just reward good accuracy and now there's bloom and everything it's just like oh cool nice that's not fun um yeah the bloom is ridiculous it is what it is yeah you know the game is the game is like that way for everyone, so I suppose it's something that has to be done with it. But uh, yeah, I, I also played Apex the other day. I saw you played Apex today because Fortnite actually went down today. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, servers crashed. The, Whilst the game was actually had returned and was meant to be playable, the servers crashed. And I was in a game and my server my game crashed in the game nine times, which is interesting. That is a new thing this season, by the way. So they changed a lot of UI. The UI is really nice. But the game crashed, and it didn't kick me out of the game. I was still in the game, and I hit continue. It stuttered for a second, and then it loaded me in. Eventually, the servers crashed entirely. But that's kind of cool, because before, if you ever even remotely disconnected, you would be kicked from the lobby and go back. And now, there's like a little bit of time, it looks like, before it lets you back in the game. But either way, it still crashed fully, so who cares? (laughs) Damn, you stink. Yeah. Apex is good, though. How long was your break from Apex? So my Fortnite break was six months. My Apex break was five months. Yeah, because Apex wow. is really nice. I, 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 I deleted Apex, and then mm-hmm. I re-downloaded it. And then the other day on the stream, I was like, yo, chat, what do you guys want to see me play? And jokingly, I put Apex in the poll, and then my chat kind of trolled me, and they were like, yeah, play Apex. And I was like, all right, man, I, I yeah. don't care. And Apex is an odd game, because when you come back after not playing the game for a while, you have no skill-based matchmaking mm-hmm. or you play in a low skill-based matchmaking lobby mm-hmm. so i started out i was frying i got like five six kills a lot of damage you know probably enough for like 10 easy but you know the, the way apex works people can get brought back to heal like yeah. no, no man's business and all, all that um and it was enjo- it was enjoyable and then slowly but surely i got put into like sweater and sweaty lobbies and i was like oh yeah this happens yeah, I, I straight up I think like, skill-based matchmaking has four years left in the gaming industry. Like, in non-ranked, sorry, let me be more clear. In non-ranked lobbies, I don't think skill-based matchmaking has that much time left. Like, what Woodsy's described is every above-average player's experience. Because when you're above-average, you're good enough to not stay in the low end, but you're not good enough to even remotely compete with the high end. But if you keep playing, it's going to keep pushing you further and further towards the high-end players. Yeah. And, and it's like, just let me have 
some fun. Because there's days where we log in and we can't hit a single shot. And that happens because we're average players. We're not God-tier players. But when you can't hit a single shot and you're playing against God-tier players, you drop like this every time. And your skill-based matchmaking doesn't go down. Because, well, why would it ever no. go down? Freaking no. stupid. I'm yeah, salty. No, uh, like, I was still learning about the game. And I was like, oh, cool, what does this ability do? And I'm, I'm like playing against sweats we're just like doing all these cool combos off, off of like people's abilities and stuff and i'm like oh that's bringing people into like zero gravity this is cool and i'm dead already yep time to kill an apex okay. is very fast if you're good at the game mm -hmm. very fast mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was feeling it at the beginning of the game when i was when i was frying it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun <laughs> so mm. in our in our last podcast the yeah. last audio episode something happened during the middle of it Oh, yeah. Okay. Which, well, a lot of things, like various things happened during the middle of That's the podcast. That's true. Various things did happen. Specifically, I'm speaking about what happened to you. Yeah, so during the last episode of the podcast, if you guys didn't catch that one, go ahead and uh, check it out on Anchor or on our Beers of Beat podcast Twitter or on YouTube. But in the last episode of the podcast, while I was recording with Woodsy, I got an email for a sponsor, potential sponsor, uh, for a pre-release game. And the game is Immortals Phoenix Rising. And it said for me to send it to other creator. And so uh, uh, I tried to send it to Woodsy, but then I got the US version. But Woodsy got the EU version, so it's cool. But we got they access were, to this brand amazing, new game. by the way. Aren't they nice? I just want to interject. Like, yeah. Ubisoft was so nice. They, were, they responded to me within like 20 minutes. And they were like, yeah, cool, no problem. And one of the guys was like, uh, like he, he was like, yeah, cool. What, let me know what you need code for. Didn't reply to me. And I was like, hey, by the way. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I've been busy because obviously release. And I was like, here's the code. I was like, oh, pog. That's so freaking cool, dude. Sorry, <laughs> I just, so want, cool. I just wanted to No, that's, like, that's an awesome. Good, good, yeah. Good guy developer. Like, right. I, I, I felt so valued. I was like, oh, my God, they care about me. <laughs> they, they really care, dude. Uh, yeah, so we got this new game, Mortal Phoenix Rising, which is a Greek mythology-based story and it is through and through a story game the game reminds me of the satisfaction of exploration that comes from zelda and spyro the combat that is similar to a spider-man combat style system where you have powers and effects and you can string together beautiful pieces of combat including dodging so and good. everything it's such a well-done combat based system i was so surprised because it doesn't look like a, a game that is made for good combat and no. the combat was i was playing the beginning and i was like oh yeah three sword combo cool like i thought this was gonna be like assassin's creed back mm -hmm. in the early days where like you can do a lot i was like whoa this is i can do a lot here yeah it, it's it you can start stringing together things and make crazy what i didn't learn until and to be fair i think i remember when it, the game was trying to teach me and i skipped on accident but <laughs> Uh, the higher your combo status or combo uh, multiplier, the more damage you do. And so <laughs> I, for the first time ever, I got to a 60 combo in a, a boss fight with a bunch of ads. And I, I went to the boss who was like maybe a quarter health and I two tapped him with an axe. And my axe was oh. on fire, glowing red. And so was my entire body. And I was like, what the frick? I got to get combos now constantly. And that's when I finally started practicing dodging and parrying. Um, yeah. God, so if so you good. get Aphrodite's blessing, mm -hmm. uh, you, she protects you for one hit against the combo being broken. Yeah, the game the game is fully RPG. So it's a, it's an exploring story based game where you are trying to completely cure certain areas of a Titan's rage. So a Titan Typhon has been released by Zeus because 
you know, Zeus doesn't really pay attention to anything. And now he's wreaking havoc on the world that you're, you're at and you're trying to cure it. Each area has its own location. Each area has to be scouted. And the thing that makes me love the game and probably one of the going to be, be the main reasons I'm going to be playing a lot of Cyberpunk is there is a thousand things to find on the map. There is so much to there do. There are find. little chests here. There are little bosses here. There's a, a scouting mechanic in the game where you can climb up on something and scout. And your controller will vibrate if you get near something that is hidden, and you can reveal it. When you reveal said item, uh, it'll pop up on your mini map and, or sorry, on your uh, your map, and you can now see it permanently. You can mark it and go over to it. Mm-hmm. There is so, like just chests alone. So there are chest, guarded chest, um, puzzle chest, um, knight chest, and legendary chest. That's just chests. Then there's these chal- these god challenges. Uh, Odysseus has his arrow challenges, constellation challenges. I don't know who the frick that is. Um, Ares challenges, and then some other challenges. Like I don't know. Musical liar challenges. The musical as well. liar as well. There's 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 so many. Everything has legendary beasts. Everything has a wraith. Everything has a main boss. Like it is wild how cool the game is, and I'm barely just started it. Like. True. I just finished one major area, and I still feel like I haven't done anything. So it's wh- crazy. Wh- wh- which, where have you started, and where have you finished up to, without spoiling too much? So we start in uh, Ares area, right? No, Athena's. We no. start in Athena's area. No, no, uh, no. You start, you start in Hermes. Oh, yeah. And Hermes has a baby island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aphrodite. Aphrodite, that's what it is. So I just completed Aphrodite's area. Um, huh. Pretty much everything, I think. I think I'm almost fully done with it. Uh, I have a liar I can't find. I don't know where the frick it is. We'll so I'm swap a- notes afterwards. Yeah, exactly, because i got to find this liar. Um, and now I just moved into both Ares and um, Achilles. I, yeah, Achilles. I moved into both Ares and Achilles area, I think. Does Achilles have an area? Achilles is uh, Aphrodite's wraith. Oh, no, who's the guy a, on the right? Uh, Hephaestus. Hephaestus. That guy. So I'm in his area. I just went to these areas just to see what's happening because there's certain things um, because of the embargo uh, when this podcast comes out, it's it's been lifted. I'm not allowed to show on stream, but I don't want to stop playing the game. So I can't believe you, you you went around the rules and I'm sticking to the rules being a good I, boy. I read the rules. Did, I, re- I read I read the whole not, guide. You did not break the rules. Yeah. But you went around them. I freaking. Yeah, Gabe acts, so Gabe wasn't allowed to show this thing on stream. And there's yep. a part of a quest that mm-hmm. is, reveals a godly power. Yep. That I still don't know what it is. Yep. But you can't access it live on on stream because you Correct. have to go into a restricted zone. Yes. So Gabe went, I'm going to go offline. Yep. Do this quest, get yep. the power, and then come back. And I did it. <laughs> He's not broken any rules. No. So the nice thing about the game, which I really enjoy, um, because it is one of those games you can easily get lost in. And oh, it also is one of those games where the main quest, the main story, is not beatable if you don't do the side stuff. You need to level up your powers in order to beat the main game. And uh, one of the things that I did that I thought was really cool was I was riding around for like a while just getting gems to level up um, a thing. I didn't need to. I could have done missions, but I wanted to just explore because the game is gorgeous. Like, mm-hmm. if you ride your horse long enough, the, the music will start playing. And... Um, so music will start playing, and on top of that, the gods who are telling the story will start bickering about random stuff. And sometimes when they bicker, they will tell you, oh, you know what? I just remembered this thing about this thing over here. And if you listen to that, it, nothing pops up on the screen, nothing. It ju- they just say it. 
But if you listen to that and then you go to that area, there's an encounter. And there's stuff there. And I'm like, what? And so I went there and I got cool wings out of it. Like, it didn't advance the story at all for me, but it was just an interesting thing. So just the amount of time the developers spent on making this game gorgeous, I'm so impressed by. I'm so impressed by. Do you enjoy the voice acting? I do. I do. Because I think the game understands what it is. Right, mm-hmm. like the uh, for those of you who haven't seen the game yet, check out Woodsy's review on his channel, YouTube.com/slash/xwoodsy. The game is very cartoony. Imagine like, imagine like a early two thousands cartoon style video game, very similar to Spyro Remastered. Um, mm-hmm. The game is overly cartoony, and the voice acting is over the top, like almost in your face humor, and. It's a little bit annoying at the very beginning because you're not like really understanding what's happening. But then yeah. as time progresses, the jokes progress and you're like, oh, okay. And it's not a child, it's not a children's game, by the way. There is like there straight some rude up, jokes. There are some very rude jokes in that. Like sometimes they're not even like innuendos, they're just straight up, this is a joke about this explicit sexual act. And I'm like, and with my chat, oh, I'm like, no. ah, did they just say that? <laughs> what the frick? So it's it's not it's not a children's game, but it's it's cool because they know what it is. I hate when there's so many games that try to be more than what they are and fail horribly. And to mm-hmm. just be a game that's just like not worried about whatever happens, I love it. I love it. I actually got a joke. I actually got a joke of pandering to the audience. Um, Prometheus, who is a man who's telling the story to Zeus, told Zeus to stop pandering to the audience. Because Zeus was telling a story. And I was like, what? And then Zeus just like, fine, whatever. And then stop talking. And then they just both stopped talking. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> this yeah, is cool. Yeah, it does play up on it. I yeah. like the narration style as well. It's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sort of live as it's happening. Like for them, it's just narrating the story, but you're living the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very cool aspect. Uh, the voice acting for me, I don't mind at all. I, I quite enjoy it. Like, you said, like Gabe says, it kind of grows on you. But like a lot of my lot are... <laughs> My chat weren't the most receptive to it, I think we'll say. But I, I appreciate it. Like, like I think you put, you hit the nail on the head there. It, it, the game knows what it is. It takes the mick out of itself a lot. Mm-hmm. And it takes the mick out of, like, Greek mythology a lot and, like, calling on what the gods did wrong and stuff. And then oh, a, a lot of that and drawing on it. And it makes the game for me a big... And as a big Greek mythology nerd, it makes it more enjoyable. Yeah, because it's, sure. pure, it's pure, like... It's pure theater, you know? And I feel like maybe the people you're talking about in your chat that think that it's not that great probably wouldn't sit through a two-hour play in a theater. True. So, you know, not like a movie theater. I'm talking about a play play. Um, Yeah, it's way over the top, dude. I feel like drama kids would love that junk, you know? Also, the Greek mythology thing, I don't know a lot about Greek mythology. So I I am actually learning through it. Like, this isn't a spoiler in any way, Um, but I just found a random statue of a cow. And Zeus started talking about how interesting that cow was. And then after he, like, complimented the cow, like, three times, the statue of the cow, Prometheus is like, yeah, you banged her. You, you banged that woman and then turned her into a cow. You, you forget about that? And he was like, oh, so many things happened that I don't remember. And then they just stopped talking. And I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, there's a point where, like, so Ares... Again, it's not really a spoiler, but mm. like, because the part of the quest is you have to go and get their essence, mm-hmm. and he's not himself. Mm-hmm. He's in fact an animal, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, gods and animals, that's disgusting." And then Zeus is like, "Actually, it's not illegal." <laughs> 
and I was like, was that a bestiality joke? Oh my god. He he was Which super into bestiality. Because, yeah. Like in in the mythology, like it's it's yeah, you know? Like um what is it? The Pegasus is the son of Poseidon and someone else. I don't know. I don't know. Something That's what like I'm that. saying though. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Poseidon just gave birth to a horse one day, something like that. Ridiculous. But, um, There's there is um in the game too, there is mounts. Uh, there's a bunch of cosmetics that in the game, and there's a bunch of um, stuff in the game that actually matters. So every single weapon you get has an effect, like a buff of some kind. But on top of that, very similar to transmog in WoW and to styling in Destiny, you can put whatever look you want on your weapon. Once you've unlocked a weapon, you can make any weapon look like that weapon. So you can have a lot of styles, which is what I like, because there are some weapons that have great buffs, but personally... They don't fit my aesthetic. They look stinky. Yeah, they don't fit my aesthetic. But every weapon gets sick the more you unlock. You can unlock yeah. stages of weapon, and I'm finally starting to unlock some final stages, and they look awesome. I'm upgrading yeah, my really sword, cool. my bow. I'm, I'm really upset, uh, excited to upgrade my bow to the next stage because I'm going to get some really cool stuff. Oh, you're going to get a buff? Yeah, I, lo I love using, like, because when I, when I attack, I tend to obviously play ranged a lot. Yeah. Because I stink. Um, we found out because Gabe's beating a boss that I didn't beat. It was like a limited time event, which was also mm -hmm. pretty cool. They had like a boss to beat over, like you had three days to beat him. Yep. And it was an extremely high level boss that where I was in the story, I wasn't quite able to beat him. And then I went back the next day after leveling up a bit. And I was like, all right, I got him to like, I got him down to a third of his health, but I was like exhausted, you know? So I was getting better, but Gabe managed to beat him. And, and bro, he was so annoying. <laughs> I can't deal with it, man. Like, I, I, I never really played many of these RPGs and these yeah. long combo games. So I was like, I'm trying to work out and get my grips to it. But I feel like it's definitely making me play this style of game more. And it's probably going to be the reason that I buy Cyberpunk. Ooh, I'm excited. I mean, it's not the only reason because yeah. you no, but like, of course. just talking my ear off about it. And I'm like, damn, this does sound pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and now so. I'm like, now, now I've actually got lost in a role playing game for a bit. I'm like, okay. Because it's, it's, it's awesome to play a game where you're, you are the only thing that interacts with the game. There's no ping, there's no lag, there's no other players, nothing. There is other players on the map. Yes, that part's cool, yeah. What is, what is that about? So that's, that's uh, you, uh, you club? You, pl you play social? You club? I don't know. You can just turn it off in the settings. Because so, I was trying, I'm not gonna lie, okay. Mm. I was trying to look for you. I was like, this is probably server based, it's probably like an EU server mm. of where I can see everyone else online. Yeah, you can see people nearby. What, what it's only when they take pictures, yeah. So if, oh, if you take a picture, multiple people appeared, yeah. Like, I was like, this guy's in like three places at once. What's he doing? Yeah, so if you take pictures, take it'll pictures show up. Mm -hmm. But I if I take a picture, take a picture in the game, are we on friends list? I think we're on friends list for you play. No, there's no reason for us to be. No, we've never played Uno. Yeah, we've never played anything. Um, I'll, so, I'll whoop your ass at Uno sometime. Don't do it. Don't reverse card me. But when we when we add each other, then we you can see your friend's photos too, which is cool. No, the no, game's I just sick, man. The game is so much fun. Another thing that's awesome about the game is the game has microtransactions, right? But they also tell you like, hey, don't worry about microtransactions. We have daily challenges, every other day challenges, um a every three days challenges and every week challenges and all those challenges give you these coins called electums that you can use to buy the cosmetics that are paid for 
So every week there is a cycle of cosmetics that you can buy for the in-game currency. And every week there's a cycle of cosmetics you can buy for the free playable currency. And so I can already afford a $5 horse, which is like, yeah, I get it. It's $5 horse, but I don't have to buy it. If I want that horse, I can just get it with these coins I've gotten. Yeah. My other favorite thing with the challenges is that they're not time-based. So like, it's not like you do three challenges and then you start again and then you go to another challenge. If you have done the challenge already Mm -hmm. and the challenge comes up and you get a challenge that, for instance, you've just been to Ares land, you've slayed loads of lions and then you do a different quest and you've like, all right, I've completed that quest. The next quest, it pops up, slay seven lions and you're like, oh, I've just done that. It says, you've already slayed seven. Here's your your bunny. I'm like, oh, nice. It's awesome. It's so good. I have to go and do it. And because I've been a grinder, dude, I have been doing so many vaults. Me too. So oh, many so vaults. Much fun, though. They are so much fun. Each vault is a puzzle I... to get um, a piece of Zeus's lightning, which is how you upgrade your stamina, and something extra if you can get to the chest. Always go for the chest. I always do too. I freaking had. I finally had my first one that I couldn't get in because I didn't have a power, and uh, I got the power and I went back and I got it because I was so pissed off. Was it the power that you needed to go and get, or was it different power? No, no, no. So it, it, I needed to get, I needed to do a specific action that wasn't possible, um, without having said power. Is and it the arrows? No, 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 no. It's lifting heavy objects from a distance. Yeah, Heracles. Races? I don't know what it's called. I no, I could, I could lift light objects from a distance. I could not lift heavy objects. Uh... So I can now carry and throw the large metal boxes. Can you do that? Yeah, I think so. So you've upgraded all... So this is is what's cool about RPGs, man. So Woodsy upgraded almost all of his power, godly powers first, while I upgraded all my combat. My combat is almost completely maxed out. I have four things to upgrade in my combat skill tree. Um, So I went to this thing, and I couldn't pick up a massive heavy box. Well, you have to pick up the massive heavy box to put it in the corner of a platform that's really far away so you can double jump and glide to another corner to then throw a heavy box across a, a chasm. I know exactly which one you it. mean. I know which one you mean. So, th- so that that one, I didn't have that power. It's actually funny. When I played that level, I had a dev from the game in my chat, mm. which is a really cool experience. Because mm-hmm. I kind of figured it out, and I was, it didn't lock on at first. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm not meant to be doing this. And he was like, no, 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 you're right. Keep trying. And I was like... I moved closer and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I got it. All right, sick. Thanks, bud. <laughs> and like, he was like, he was like, I, he, he came in and he was like, no, the, cause I was trying to find these cabbages yeah. to put on the thing. Cause like, there's these little things where you have to match things up. So like these areas unlock. And for instance, this one, it was like, there was cabbages on, on, miles away. Yeah. There's also ones really nearby on top of houses. And I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And this guy came in chat and he was like, oh yeah, yeah. Just put the cabbages that are near on top of the houses. And I was like, oh, thanks, bud. You just saved me like a 500 meter round trip. Really appreciate that. Um, but I, he, I was like, oh, damn, this dude's going to backseat me for ages in the back of my head. I was yeah. like, God. He's like, by the way, I'm a dev. I'm definitely not backseating. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they really do know everything. I mean, they made the game, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was like, I was like, oh, yeah. I wasn't sure if you were a Twitch guy. Like, you know, you know, those guys that yeah. you get. That when you play through a game on Twitch, Anything. you do get people who are yeah. just like, do this. Do this now. Do it. The do benefit it. is we, like, we have access to the game early, so nobody can do that yet. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, how yeah. does this guy already know what's going on? <laughs> I was like, well, how many streams has he been in? And then my head clicked, and I was like, wait, maybe he's a dev. And then he went, I'm a dev. I was like, oh. I was like, damn, what's up, bro? I, I love yeah. this about story. This is one of the reasons I love story games, because this is what I used to have in my childhood, 
Like, I would go to school, and we would talk about, like, hey, did you get this new level of Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Like, hey, did you get to the, the fight arena in Oblivion? Like, did you beat it? Like, hey, are you a vampire yet in freaking Skyrim? Like, what's happening? Like, I used to do that all the time, and I can't do that anymore with anybody. Now, you literally just described that freaking puzzle, and I'm like, I know exactly yeah. what he's talking about. I accidentally discovered the thousand cabbages. Like, I was walking around, and I was like, I'm not going to do this, and I found one on top of the house, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sick. Okay, I need four more. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just go to the top of this mountain, and then I'll look down, and then I'll see all the houses that have cabbages. I get to the top of the mountain, I look down. There is one house, dude, that has a farm of cabbages. Oh, and it's God. right over the cliff. So I literally grabbed the cabbages and just threw them all over the cliff. And then I jumped down and then I placed them. <laughs> Bro, I was throwing boxes for ages. And then I was doing the box level. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a difference in the boxes. There's a light box that's made of old wood. Yep. And looking at it, you'll be like, damn, if I throw that, that would probably break. And then there's heavy metal boxes. Mm-hmm. And I was throwing my heavy metals. I turned to my light one. I went to throw it. And I, I was like, I threw it. And I went, oh, no. And it just smashed into smithereens in front of me. And I was like, no, I've got to restart the puzzle. Oh. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny stuff like that. And like, I wasn't even that mad about it. I was like, ah. No, you, what you just life? know that you're an idiot. Yeah. I, yeah. I did that with a laser. I did a laser quest and I had one metal box, one wood box. And I moved the metal box, blocked the lasers, moved the wood box, put it behind the metal box. And then I moved the metal box and I was like, Okay, well, the lasers instantly destroyed the wood box. So then I was like, okay, and you know what I did? I took the metal box, and I threw it off the cliff, and I went all the way back, and I got two of them again. I was like, there's no point, because you need it to cover uh, lasers. It sounds like Portal. Yes, it's that's, okay, someone in my chat said, this is like Portal-level puzzles without the Portal gun. And I was like, it really is. Mm -hmm. It, It really is. It's so, so well done. Did you ever play the Turing Test? No. What is that? That's a great game, and it's 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 basically portal puzzles without the portal guns. Oh, okay. I would definitely do that. Very good game. Very good puzzle game. Just a, it's it's cheap as well. Like it's it's very well made. Uh, we'll I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Be a, yeah, man, a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, honestly, that game, a lot of fun. Really glad that we obviously got the sponsorship. Well, not not it's not a sponsorship. Yeah. It was just early access to well, the we game. We got early access, yeah. We're not we're not paid to say these things no. about the game. They just said here have a, have it make a review, and the game was just a lot of fun. It's so good. Not an ad, yeah, because it is not an ad. Um, however, if you do want to sponsor us some more Phoenix Rising, yeah, yo, we would to love I'm to down, say dude. some amazing things. Because th- hang on, I was going to move subjects, but we're not even done. No, let's let's talking keep talking about, about it. This game is because, yeah, it's awesome. This game's so good, and once the main story's finished, it's not done. There's three nope. DLCs coming. Yeah. Three DLCs. One expands on the main... The first one is going to expand on the main story and where it leaves off, and you play... Is this a spoiler? What? You play as the same character. I don't think that's a spoiler, no. Um, you, we, yeah. we shouldn't talk about how the main game ends that is one thing I that don't i don't know i don't know oh you how don't the know main game ends. okay so yeah. I, won't, I won't say anything about how the main game ends but this is something that i've started to learn more as i work with developers one of the things unfortunately that happens when you work with a developer on a game launch is you will get a spec sheet of things you can and can't do basically this and is, uh, this is me feeling this for the first time and i echo the sentiment that you yeah. I know already what you're going to say and so Sometimes they tell you things that you would discover by playing the game because they're like, please don't do this. Please don't show this, which is totally acceptable, but a little bit stinks because you're like, well, now I know that thing. Now you know it's going to happen because we were told don't show this. And Mm -hmm. I was like, 
I'm really glad you told me this because I definitely would have shown it. 100%. But it's cool. It's a cool now thing. That I'm in, now that I'm invested in the story, I'm like, I know this is coming. Mm -hmm. I know what's going to happen here. Yep. And when I'm talking on stream and making my judgments, like, I'm kind of all right because I, I, just, I just block it out of my head. Yeah. And Same I'm like, I, this is what I think would happen from here. I can look at it from like a top-down perspective, thinking if I didn't know this information, what would I think is going to happen? Yeah. And here's what I think is going to happen. And like, sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just like, this is what I think would happen. So, yeah. I love it. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I got, uh, it's, it's last cool. year, I got, um, I got given a copy of a 2D platformer um, with a review guideline and spec sheet and everything. And this is way past the embargo and everything. But um, in one of the pages, it was like, don't show any of these spoilers. And it was literally a full page with pictures and links to videos of every major spoiler in the game. And I was like, okay, cool. So I looked at the first one only, and I was like, okay, if I get there, I'm stopping the playthrough until the game comes out. But I was like, what? I don't want to know every single like, spoiler like in the comb, game. You have to like comb through, and you're like, you're like looking for it. And you exactly. And you're like, no, I want to know. Because <laughs> oh, it ruins game, your own playthrough, but yeah. it's, it's all good. Before yeah, you get the off the... Wait, before we get off the topic real quick, um, how many hours in are you? Mm, I'd say 11 okay. hours of game time, but actual story time, probably like five. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we do so much other stuff. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm going off yeah. track so much. It's so much it's fun. fun and it's rewarding. I'm yeah, 21 like, hours this, in. This is the thing that I mentioned in the review thing. Mm -hmm. is it's so rewarding to do all these side quests because you get so much stuff that you can then level up with and there's no opportunity cost of like, it's not the same currency for like, Godly powers for um, stamina, for health, for weapons. It all uses different currencies, mm -hmm. and then you only have like minimal trade-offs. If if I want to buff my bow, my axe, or my sword, instead, like only those three use the same currency, mm -hmm. as a, opposed to all the different godly powers. You know, yeah. you only trade off godly powers. So Sorry, well I'm nerding out. It's such a well-done game, dude. Like we haven't had a game like this in a while. <laughs> like we should, we should be excited. It's so freaking good. Yeah, but I'm so, 21 hours in, and I'm not even remotely remotely done. No, exactly. Yeah. And that's, this is the thing, because once the main story finishes, um, they've got that first DLC, which mm -hmm. is carrying on from the events. They've then got a second DLC, which introduces a new character and a whole new world in Chinese mythology. Mm. So that's going to be amazing, because Chinese mythology in itself is sick. I've actually got a friend who, me and him both read Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. And we, he then went on to read a lot of Greek mythology and then he delved even deeper and he read a lot of Chinese mythology. And he's like, the Chinese mythology books are so, so good. Um, and he's been trying to get me into them for ages. So he's like, he's also really happy because he's like, aha, now you're going to play this. And now no matter what, you're going to learn. <laughs> and now, now I'm going to throw the books at you and you're going to get stuck with it. Um, and then uh, the third one is really cool because it brings another new character in, but in the Greek world, changes the format of the game it moves to a top-down perspective and it completely changes the way the game's played i think they said a, a brawler style i'm not sure like i'm not a, i don't know if that's a video game brawler Brawl, yeah they said brawler gameplay hack and slash maybe i don't know but it's a different style of what the game's going to be which is cool mm -hmm. because they're changing the game up but it's they, like they've worked really hard obviously on the yeah. advanced combat stuff but maybe they want obviously want to change it up and also sorry the second dlc is changing up the way you fight 
because it's moving to more of a Chinese martial arts style of fighting. That's going to be so, so they're cool. They're also going to bring in a new combat style to the ah, game because be so cool. if you look at the gold edition of the game that includes all these three DLC, mm -hmm. it's like 90 quid. Woo! That's like crazy. The game's 50 quid yeah. and then it's like 90 quid for everything else. But I think this game's going to have a lot of playthrough time. Yeah. So it's what, and like then they have these weekly challenges that they do and introduce new things into like go and fight this person, go and fight that person. I think it really could be a good amount of hours invested into this game. Which annoys uh, me because Cyberpunk. Because Cyberpunk's going to be a thousand hour game. Yeah. And that's coming out in six days? Six day from eight this, days. From this eight time days. recording? Eight days from yeah. time recording. I thought it was December 9th. Mm, uh, well, it's uh, the 10th at midnight, so. For you. Oh, yeah, you forgot. Hey, Beers and Beat Podcast, different time Wait, zones. Oh, hang on. It'd be, it'd be the 10th for me if it's the 9th for you. It's going to come out at know. 9 p.m. PST on December 9th, which is 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. EST on the 10th. So it'd be the 10th for me. 10th for you, 9th for me, technically, which for is, a few which hours. Which is a week. The 10th is a week. <laughs> for you, not for me. For me, it's a week and one yeah, day. But, but then it's the 9th for you. This is how time works, Gabe. It'd still be the 9th, which is a week for you. All right. Still the second for you right now. Maybe I should be beers, because yeah, I don't know how to do math. Maybe you should be beers. <laughs> and and Gabe, mm. do you want to cancel next week's recording so you can play <laughs> Cyberpunk? I just realized that. Oh frick! Yeah, I, I, we would normally record on a Wednesday. I think maybe maybe next week we'll uh, postpone it, or maybe yeah. maybe we'll do it on Tuesday so you can just. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so that way I can yeah, we'll, stream twenty four hours. We'll do it a day early, Cyberpunk. and then you then then you can just smash through it. Oh God, I'm so excited! I can't wait. You, you will literally game. be like a kid on Christmas Eve. It, it, that's my I, thing, man. Like, I'm good at RPGs. Uh, or, sorry, I'm good at uh, FPSs. I've played FPSs for 20 years. But at, RPGs are, like, my addiction is to get into a game and do everything. Okay. We got a bit carried away. Yeah. Because we both love this game very much. Yeah, it's all so good. We've got other stuff that we need to talk about. Yeah. You want to go on yours? Uh, sure, let's do it. Um... Let's talk about Dr. Disrespect. Let's start there. Go ahead. The man, right. the myth, the legend. The, the freaking Dr. Disrespect, which, honestly, I thought he was doing okay on YouTube. Turns out he's not, which is weird, but eh, whatever. That's not what this is about. So what he's is not? About? No, he's not. He's not doing that great, apparently. Um, he's, like, averaging 30K viewers, 40 viewers, 40K viewers, which sounds good, but compared to the other YouTube streamers is honestly quite low. Um, so he... Uh, recently sent out a tweet that mo he doesn't understand how mobile gaming is still a thing. And basically he's like, F mobile gaming. This is not the first time he's done this. He's done this two other times. He loves getting a rise out of people. It makes his viewers go up, makes his subs go up, everything. Yeah. Basically he's like, no, no way mobile gamers can exist. And then he flexed on us with how expensive his computer build is. 200K. So, what? a yeah, he is 200K computer, three PC setup with um, 240 hertz, one millisecond response time, color calibrated mon spider monitors. Cool, man. Good for you, dude. You you stream with sunglasses I on. I have SM7B that I got for <laughs> a discount in the Black Friday sale. I mean, he has the same mic. Sure, SM7B. But he's one of the best. That's why I, I forked out for it. I yeah. saved 50 quid on it. It was 350. It was actually out of stock when I bought it, but the company was so good that it turned up four days later. So, ooh, that's nice. Pog them. He um he he streams with sunglasses on. He doesn't care about getting the most pristine thing. 
Like, he's, he's literally streaming with a visual impairment. Who cares? Anyways, he called out mobile gamers. And then what happened after that is one of the most popular mobile gamers on YouTube came after him and offered a $100,000 1v1 tournament on Call of Duty where Dr. Disrespect can use PC and uh, mouse on his computer, his crazy computer, and the mobile gamer will play on mobile with no aim assist. And that's, that's the, the thing that's been led up. Dr. Disrespect has not answered the, the bait, right, for the wager, but he has tweeted out a joke tweet of like, hey, if someone was going to hypothetically record mobile gameplay, how would they do that? And everyone's like, okay, so is he going to try or what? And then the other day, uh, this um, mobile um, Fortnite, or Fortnite, Jesus, this mobile Call of Duty player had like, he didn't do this, by the way, but his audience decided to go to Dr. Disrespect's stream and spam 1v1, 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 uh, 100k 1v1, and Dr. Disrespect like broke character and was like, I was having a good day and this is really pissing me off. Like, we gotta, we gotta get this out of the chat. And then his mods started banning people, basically. Um, the best part of it is, though, that Fwiz clapped back. Fwiz, the head of YouTube mm-hmm. Gaming, responded to Dr. Disrespect's tweet about that, saying that mobile gamers get more viewers and money than you do. Yeah. And this is like, there's no, that's, there's no falsity there. That's just straight up from the head of YouTube Gaming that telling Dr. Disrespect, sit down, little boy. You're not even the best gamer on our platform. Mobile gamers earn way more money and way more viewership than you. That's got to hurt. And then someone was like, or damn, that was savage. Kind of nuts, yeah. Yeah, and then Fwiz was like, don't come after my community, which was cause kind of what he did, you know? Mobile gamers hey, are man, still YouTube, is a good guy. YouTube gamers, dude. It's crazy. It, it's insane. And, and Dr. Disrespect... Who you got in that 1v1? Huh? Who have you got in that 1v1? Against him and the, the other dude? Him and the other dude. The other dude has won so many tournaments with no aim assist on, like, crossplay tournaments. I think the other dude's probably got it, to be honest. Yeah. Also, the thing about a computer is a computer has to do a lot of stuff to game. A phone doesn't. A phone doesn't have a thousand other processes that happen. If you have a phone that's not activated, that has no apps except the game you have installed... It runs really, really well. I know I don't want to bring this back to Immortal Phoenix Rising, but I'm gonna. I learned how to use Streamlink or Steam Link to stream Immortal Phoenix Rising to my phone. And I was playing with no delay in my bed with my Xbox controller. Like no wonder you're at 20 hours played. I was like, wow, this man's really grinding. No, I, was, I, 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 did was two, doing a- I did two 10 hour streams or two nine hour streams. Bro, what the heck? So I actually am, I'm probably like, at more Gabe, than Do you want to spend some time together? He's like, stop. I've got to stop Typhon. <laughs> I need to do these side quests. <laughs> so I don't know, Wait man. The, mo- no. the mobile player should be interesting. Also, keep in mind, the mobile player it has $100,000 to spare. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah. $100,000? Like, if, if you say Doc's putting up $100,000, I'm like, all right, fair play. Yeah, because he's got millions. But the mobile gamer putting up $100,000? Damn, mm-hmm. bro. That's got bad because he's young as well, isn't he? He's very young. He's very young. Yeah. So, I don't His know, man. just, like, beating him in the background. It's like, don't you dare put that money up for sale. <laughs> but that's what I was question. Is he under 18? No, is, is that... no, no, no. I think he's 21. Okay, I think he's 20 so or 21. Yeah. He's allowed to gamble the 100K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the last thing Doc needs, another lawsuit. Yep. Also, Doc doesn't need a... I don't think Doc needs another loss, man. Like, the... Mm. I didn't know this because I don't watch YouTube streamers except for Courage and Valkyrie. But, like... 
the fact that he's not doing good on YouTube is not great because he didn't get he didn't like sign with YouTube. He got kicked off of Twitch. And he still mm -hmm. hasn't signed with YouTube, which means YouTube probably hasn't come to him with an appeasing offer. And now that YouTube knows his numbers, there's a possibility they won't give him an offer at all because they won't need to, you know, because he's stuck. He can't go to the other platform. And Mixer's obviously dead. And yep. he bullied Mixer enough as it was. Yeah, and he bullied Facebook too. I don't think Facebook will give him an offer. And Facebook's killing it. Facebook's doing amazing. Like, they're growing over... Like, they, they're hiring a head of gaming now, which is insane because Facebook hasn't had that for a while since, mm -hmm. I think, the Farmville days. So... Oh, Farmville, what a game. That, that, at one point, that game Farmville. was making like 200 million a day. It's crazy. I used to love Farmville, mate. The Purple Cow. It's a nice farm. The Purple Cow explosion, dude. Um, mm -hmm. But no, that's the thing. Like, Dr. Disrespect, man. Like, what, what's going to happen there? I don't know. Uh, and it, I don't know. I a little bit feel bad because I feel like his Twitch departure was so messed up. But I also, at the end of the day, I understand how businesses work. And yeah, it's like it's, we don't know the full story of what yeah. went on as well. So it could be like, you'd be like, oh man, it was bad departure. And then like, it could be fully deserved. You don't know yeah. what happened. And Twitch was just like, no, nah, get out of here. It it's could a, come out that Twitch did the right thing. It could come out that they did the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. It's Nobody a pure knows. impossibility that he has not made aware of the issue. Oh, fully. Yeah, yeah. he needs to know. It's so a possibility. The fact that he's insane, it makes it worse. Correct. Yeah, it's a possibility that Twitch hasn't told him but he also hasn't sued Twitch to make them tell him, which means he knows. Yeah. And that's what it is. I personally think it's the bathroom thing. I, I think that's what it is. I think it's the bathroom incident and how it ended in court was the government's like, hey, we can ban you off the platform where you had the instance happen and you're never allowed back ever again and you won't get arrested. Or we can charge you and we'll have to indict Twitch into this, this whole mix. It's on you. What do you want to do? And Twitch is, and Twitch is throwing them under the bus. Yeah, exactly. Twitch is probably like, no, we don't want to be part of this lawsuit. So if we are, we are going to make you the, the culprit of the, everything. We won't take any of this hit for you. And so he's probably like, well, I'm not going to win this lawsuit on my own. I'll take the, take the loss. That's what I believe has probably happened. That's the only logical explanation I can think of. Because he did break a federal sense. law, you know? Yeah. And he's not in jail. He's still making millions. So I think, end of the day, he's Feel still... nice hush-hush money. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to round it off on this other thing that we're going to talk about. Okay, go for it. Which one? Weird viewers. Ooh, okay. Talk about this. It, Let's like, do it. Because, Gabe, mm. we're streamers. Yeah. People are people. Yep. Many people like games. We have both male and female viewers. Mm -hmm. just, just, you know what I'm talking about. When you get the weird person coming in, and you're just like, this is not how somebody should act. Yeah. And they think they should get preferential treatment. So I have, I have, a, large, I have a large viewer base of women. Mm -hmm. Like I'd say, I'd be prepared to say it's like a 60-40 split, maybe to males. But I get a lot of women in my chat. The fact that, that I can name... Come in. Sorry. Sorry. I was just going to say, the fact that I can name off the top of my head from your chat, not my chat, from your chat, I can name ten or uh, eight women just off the top of my head without thinking, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. As part of the dedicated, consistent audience, that's huge. Like, I'm talking we'll be there probably, like, most days. Yeah, that's huge. And so... I, I think that you 
deserve a little bit of credit for that because that is very hard to find on Twitch. Damn, thanks, Gabe. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so like I we play I play a lot of Rocket League, and I have a female viewer who is unbelievably cracked at Rocket League. Like she's one of the best players I've ever come across, and she's top rank. You know, nuts. And I obviously have people who are very casual gamers as well, and just know how people act in general. Mm-hmm. And just what riled me up the other day was that we have to take people at face value of what they tell us because. That's just how it is as a streamer. You can't come out and call anyone out and say, oh, you're not like, I don't think you're saying what you're saying is true. You just have to take it as true and just sort of run with it. If you know what I'm trying to say, because yeah, the, the incident is such was somebody who came in and was, I'm convinced it was definitely a dude pretending to be a girl and was just trying to be weird with it and was like trying to be overly flirtatious and then trying to play on it and then started insulting me and then started going through the motions and stuff and then started insulting everyone in chat just because they were a girl and mm-hmm. everything else uh, was their reasoning for it and that's why they should be let off. And I was like, nobody nobody actually acts that way. And then yeah. like, I was, everyone was like, it's definitely a dude being a girl, yada, yada, yada. But as, as a small streamer, you deal with this, I think a lot more because when you're a big streamer, you can just blow over it, the mods will ban them, easy peasy. You pretend um, they don't exist. Even if you see all the messages, you're like, ah, oh, oh, fully. Oh, no, man, that's crazy. I'm so sorry. Mm. But because I mentioned this to you before the podcast, if you, if you ever put positive vibes, chill vibes in your stream title, you will definitely get someone come into stream and say, I'm going to, you know, I'm thinking about killing myself. Mm-hmm. Which obviously is nothing to joke about, but yep. people come in and say it yep. because they're just looking for the attention in that stream and they're trying to like, I don't know, man. Twitch is a weird place. They're trying to ruin the vibe. So I, 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 I did that like five times and I stopped putting my shit. I was like, I'm never putting that again. I was like, never. But <sighs> Twitch has the potential to have such good viewerships and form such great friendships. And then it has this other side, which is just... Filth. Filth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you had your share of that? I, I have. Um, I, think, I think we need to like express that more because... Everyone right now is paying attention to Dr. Lupo because Dr. Lupo is experiencing some really messed up toxicity in his chat after this whole XQC thing. Um, and it's not shared at how much crap happens at a lower end of the stream. Uh, one of the things that I think is the most stupid thing on Twitch, which is why I changed my followage command, is people flexing their followage on a channel. Like, I, yeah. and I get this might not be the best thing, but I don't care. I call people out straight up. Like, I had someone come into my chat today, and they did the followage command, and I was like, uh, you, you, it, my followage command now literally says, click on your name, see how long you've been followed. That's what it says. And someone clicked on the name, like, whoa, I've been followed since 20, March 29th, 2019. That's a long time. And I was like, yeah, over a year. And he's like, so I'm kind of OG. I was like, you're not OG at all. I've been streaming for three years. And he's like, well, kind of. I was like, no, you're not. You have 21 messages. You're not even a part of my community, oh, man. And he's man. like... And he's like, oh, well, you know, I came in when you were doing competitive tournaments in Fortnite. And I was like, yeah, I had a sponsor back then. I remember. And he was like, so how's it going? I was like, it's fine, dude. I'm just, everything's great. And then he tried <laughs> to like. just shutting him down. I get this all the time as well. I get ah, guys come in and like, yeah. oh, dude, I've been following over a year. I was like, I don't even know your name. Like, I, I, I pride myself in knowing so much about my community. I know yeah. loads of people's names. I know when they change their names, when they tell me and like they're still active. Mm-hmm. Literally, same people. It's like, oh, damn, bro, I've been following you for so long. I was like, yeah, but I've, I've never seen you. You came in once, followed, and then came back because you saw me and you followed the list. It's like, 
cool. Like, I, I appreciate it, man. But like, I'm gonna yeah, frick. It make you better than someone who's yeah. been following like th a month. Like, Sid's been following me like a month and has like a ridiculous watch time because she's just in every day. Like, they're they're, they're are... gonna be like, oh damn. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I freaking Zin is a new member of my community who who definitely is better than majority of people who have followed for me for a long time. But Zinux. Uh, yeah, Zinux. There's a yeah, uh, nice guy, nice guy. There's a two people in my community that are my oldest followers ever, ever. One is my cousin who doesn't come to my stream. He just followed me one day because I told him I had a Twitch when I was there. He's a good cousin. And we just follow each job. other. Yeah. yeah. And he's been followed nice for guy. like four something, four years plus something. There's another person who followed me off of one of my first ever Minecraft streams. I just set up a stream so I could talk to my friend and show him this cool thing I was doing in Sky Factory. And him and his brother joined. Dude's been followed for, I think, three years and 11 months. So the longest out of anyone else. And every couple months, he'll come in my stream and be like, damn, dude, I can't believe I haven't followed for this long. And I'm like, yeah, I can't believe you're still a piece of crap. And like, it's always <laughs> aggressive. But the, the dude is a toxic piece of garbage. I've never banned him. Because he's never been too toxic. But I also make sure he's no that he knows he's not welcome in the community. Because he always comes in and talks about him being followed longer than any of my mods, anybody else in the community. I'm like, I don't give a frick. You're not a part of the community at all. You're not even welcome in here. I was like, if you want to leave, go. If you want to stay, that's fine too. Um, like, I don't let him. Gabe is ruthless. I'm just not going to let people make my community feel bad because he's been followed longer. Like, mother effort, nobody cares about you in this community at all. And I want you to know yeah, that. Yeah, we stand unplugged. Yeah. Exactly. Unplugs, unplug is, I said it today, unplug is 80% of my community. I said that today. He's 80% uh, of my, no, he yeah. just comes, it comes in like all the grid streams. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day, I think, in the in a grid meeting, we were talking about how our communities integrate with each other and it's really mm -hmm. cool to see. And unplugged is a... Like that. You guys are actually going to get to meet Unplugged soon. Yeah, episode so 10 podcast. Pog. And Stump too, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry sorry about that. You get Unplugged. Yeah, you get Stump. Boo. Stump, I like you. Stump, I know you're hearing this. I like you, Stump. She, she, no, I'm kidding. She, she tweeted out a picture. Today's the picture. That, today's the day that she got my uh, ex hoodie. So, yeah, she tweeted out. My her, Pog. hoodie's right there. Um, yeah, so so uh, today, even when when that thing happened with that other person, right? Because I played Fortnite today because of the event, so people came in. Uh, somebody else, Moose Boy, put in there. He was like, oh, can I check my followers? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I'm on mobile. Can you tell me what it is? And I said, yeah, no problem. So I clicked it. He's been following since April of 2018. And I was like, there's a real follower. He's been here for a long time. And Moose does, he comes in fluctuations. He'll come in for about two months, hang out, and then dip. Mm -hmm. But he's Australian, so his schedule is, like that. is exactly opposite to mine. So it's very hard for him to watch me. But he still mm -hmm. is dedicated. And when he does come in and watch, he'll watch for like five hours straight. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, I literally I... like dogged on this kid and then moose types. And I was like, "This, hey, look at this guy. He's a real community member. You're a piece of garbage. This guy's cool, though. <laughs> this guy's great. Yeah. This And this is what bothers me is that people are po like, they're like, man, I'm sorry. I haven't been in a while. It's like, man, I don't care. Just mm -hmm. come by whenever, you know? Well, yep. I've said this enough on the podcast as it is. And, like, people do watch. They'll be like, oh, damn, I haven't watched Woods in a while. I'll watch him. And then they, like, end up watching you for, like, every day that week mm -hmm. or something like that. And they watch for a long time. And then they go away again. And that, that is okay. It's perfectly acceptable. I'm not going to, like, when you come back, I'm not going to be like, oh, wow, you haven't been here in a while. Like, I'm not going to lie. There are streamers that will do that. Yeah. And if you are a streamer that do that, fix it. Because that's, that's... You might not deserve your community. Terrible. That's a terrible yeah. personality trait that you're doing never yeah. make anyone feel bad for not being there um but yeah no yeah. it's 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 dangerous to to attack someone's 
emotional attachment to you like that. Like we we have parasympathetic relationships in psychologically that there's a problem with that already, and it's, it's why there's stalkers and stuff like that. But either way, as long as we tote the line carefully with those relationships, we're fine. And the jealousy and envy that comes between viewers is very problematic in terms of easily destroying your community. Like, a community can crumble just because of one bad viewer, especially a small one, which is why we need to work hard to, you know, keep everything together as much as possible. There's just some weird weird people out there, man. Some weird people who do there some weird, weird stuff. There are weird people in the world, and there's weird people on Twitch. I also tend to ban almost, I would say 90% of the time someone comes in the chat, the account created that day, I ban them. So that's about, that's about my, my average. I've had some good instances of that, you know? Yeah. I don't say not about 90%. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't like insta-ban them because they created their account that day. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. They, ah, usually, <laughs> they usually tend to be someone that is looking to get banned almost instantaneously. Obviously, yeah. yeah. That's another thing, too. You, you talked about having to take people at face value. I hate when people will come into the chat and say something derogatory or a slur and mention they are of that race. Like, that makes it okay. And I'm like, I don't give a frick. I have chat rules. I don't care what you are. Get out of the chat. Van. Uh, I, so I stream with... On occasion, I've streamed with Twitchy. Mm -hmm. And Twitchy is obviously... An individual is perfectly acceptable in the world for him to use some certain slurs. Yeah. And uh, he obviously knows that me, pasty white male, um, I cannot get away with saying any of those. Mm -hmm. So when he's streaming with me, he doesn't say them. Yeah. He just won't say anything along that line. of, And I, I really appreciate it because obviously it is allowed. But if it comes through on my end and obviously me being a white guy, like... It's still uncomfortable. You know, it's, yeah. it's uncomfortable and it's, it's, it's all that... Um, but it's just nice to know that obviously people are aware of that fact as well. And, uh, the main thing actually happened because you, you know, sorry as well. Sorry mm -hmm. TV, Ben, a uh, friend of Ben Ben. I've been following the guy for ages. He started off, uh, well, when I followed him, he had just moved to Mixer and then he came back and he's blown up. He's actually nearly hitting partner right now. Um, but I was watching his stream and somebody actually dropped a slur on his stream and he was like, he like I don't. He didn't panic. He handled the situation really well. He was just like he had to verify with the guy. He's like, "Hey, man, I hate to do this, but can you verify for me your ethnicity?" Because he's a streamer as well, and he mm -hmm. was like, "Just so everyone knows, you know, I'm not condoning this from yeah. a, a, like somebody using it in a derogatory manner." Mm -hmm. And it makes me think, like you, as a streamer, you you're on the you're on the rope for a lot as such. Like yeah, anything that goes on in your stream, man, you gotta be you gotta be on top of it. Well, you can get banned for it. Like, that's the mm -hmm. big thing is you can get banned for that type of stuff. Because, the, listen, the, the reason the N-word is always the, the hardest thing to understand how to punish is because it is the only word in history that has two extremely different connotations on how it started. And it, it is very difficult because it is a part of culture, but it's also a part of extreme racism. And that yep. makes it difficult to understand what to do. That's a hard line to walk. That's why there's ethic committees, ethic boards. I get it. But it's like what Twitchy is doing is called respect, you know, and I've experienced it. Uh, I, I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast yet, but I'm half black, like just straight down the middle, half black. And so that my whole life has led to different interactions of Wait, what? you didn't know that. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. I've mentioned that a lot on stream. Yeah, I'm half black, just straight up half black. My dad's black. And, um, 
so growing up, I have dealt with a lot of different things, a lot of different experiences with racism and all this stuff. And so I personally don't say the N-word. I have had a lot of friends who have tried to get me. You don't even say the F-word. You say I don't freak. curse. Yeah, I don't, I don't curse. Um, <laughs> I have nothing wrong with cursing. I, I, it's not like I have a clean mouth. I have a potty mouth. It's just curse words don't come out. It's just other stuff. Um, but yeah, so my, my entire life has been weird line of understanding where to sit on that word. I don't say it because I don't curse in general. I don't know if I did curse if I would say it. But, you know, people have tried to get me to say it. People have told me that it's not okay for me to say it. It doesn't matter. I don't say it. It's not in my vocabulary at all. But it is a weird line to walk in that, right. you know, that space. It's like when Logic said it in his rap. Yeah. I didn't know that he was mixed race either. Mm-hmm. And I, my mind was blown. I was like, he can say that? I yeah. was like... <laughs> and that's the yeah. thing, too, is like the cultural importance and significance of the word there is a line where some people believe that white people can say it. There's that's where that's where the N word pass or N word card came from, specifically Eminem. That's where that came. That whole confusion started. Wait, what was he saying? It. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. It was. I think it was after Eight Mile. I believe. Um, I don't know if he still says. It. I have no idea. I don't pay attention to Eminem's life or any of that stuff. But that was just Man. a point where it hit, and everyone's like, "Is it okay? Is it not okay?" And then the, the whole debate started. Who knows? But that's what that's what why Twitch like when you get weird viewers in, right? Like weird viewers who come in and they're like, "Hey, I, I can say this. It's fine." It's like, "Hey, mother effer, no, it's not, because it's banned against my rules. I don't give a frick what you are. It's get banned against my rules." The same thing happened in freaking the uh, Gridcraft server, the Minecraft server. Oh, I didn't see this. No. No, so it was, it was bad, dude. Someone came in and started spamming all this stuff, and they were heavily trolling in general, but then they started spamming the N-word and saying it's okay because they're black, and I was like, mm. first of all, you're going to get banned for the other stuff you did in general. Now you're definitely going to get banned because this is fully against the rules, but also that doesn't okay anything. It doesn't okay all of the stuff that happened. So the Gridcraft server is specifically PG-13 for the chat. You're not allowed to curse in the chat. You're not supposed to do any of that stuff. And so everyone's like, we don't care. That's not the problem. The problem is everything else you did. Like, he started calling out people and making a bunch of sex jokes and stuff, and it was ridiculous. But you never know if someone you allow in your chat for a little too long is going to do something like that. Yeah, I've definitely had it where... I was actually thinking about this the other day, like, because a viewer of mine mm -hmm. said, I don't want to give this link to the chat because I don't want them... because it's going to show my location but I'm going to send it to you in DMs. And I was like, oh, you trust me to know your location? Like, obviously, I'm the streamer, so it's a bit yeah. more reputable. But I was like, it got me thinking. I was like, if I was to share people, like, I've given some people my number who I've known for a long time. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you, you even have my number. But other people, like, they can switch up on you so much, even though you know them so much. It, it, it just spun me back to the Fiverr guy who claimed back after donating to me when I'd known him for like a good month, played a lot of games with him, seemed like a nice guy, and then just like that, you know. Look at my situation up. with banning my one of my best viewers. Yeah. It's, dude, it's, dude it's spend weird. thousands of hours with me. Not a couple hundred hours, a thousand plus hours in my stream, and then one day lost his ish, you know? And it happens. Yeah, man. Thankfully, he's unbanned now, but still, like, you never know, and we got to be so damn careful as streamers with what's happening in specifically as smaller streamers because we can get in trouble for what happens in our chat like there's a there's a tos thing that i still think is a absolute bs but 
for TOS, you need to have a moderated chat. That's how they describe it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so if you're moderating your chat, everything is fine. If someone reports your stream because of something that happened in your chat and it wasn't seen to be moderated, you can get banned. It's wild, man. It's wild. It's wild. Chat, I know you guys are listening. We are at an hour and 16 minutes into the podcast. We Holy frick. a lot. We Dude, got very passionate about a lot of things. Immortal Phoenix Rising is such a good game. Go play oh, it. It's so good. Go like, play I'm it. I'm not going to, like, you know, if it was, like, the like gold edition, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm going to buy the DLC. Yeah. Yeah, same. Unless, yeah. unless, unless, unless they want to, you know. If you want to sponsor us to play your DLC, let us know, because we will. Yeah, 100%. let me know. Actually, maybe I'll wait till the sponsor. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> No, it's so freaking good. Uh, no, it was game. awesome. To, to talk about the new Twitch feature, I'm interested to see what that's going to look like. Mortal Phoenix Rising is amazing. The Fortnite lore is one of the most interesting lores I've ever seen in a video game. I don't give a frick about the BR, but the lore is very, very, very interesting. Dr. S- Disrespect's whole situation. I don't know, man. We'll see how that works out because I don't think it's going to work out great for you. And if you're weird in our chats, we'll ban you. Don't be weird. You're going to get banned. We okay. still have more topics that we didn't talk about, but that's the summary for today. Hey, that's the way the podcast works. Listen next time for episode nine, which is going to be about what? I don't freaking know. Probably cyberpunk, to be honest. But after episode nine, episode 10 will be the mods cast. Will be the season finale of the Beers and Beads podcast. Next season, we're going to take a small break. We'll announce the break at the end of next episode. We're going to take a small break, and next season, we'll have significantly... Uh, more structure in terms of a show schedule. So Woodsy has some really cool ideas. Woodsy kind of put put us out on a limb, and uh, we got a really cool <laughs> guest for the first um, one. I'm, I like. We're not going to mention who the guest no, is no, yet no. because but we're going to confirm. Guess. Yeah, but I might have strung armed the best guest we possibly could have gotten on the podcast for the first guest ever. I, it's so good. I was like, I was like, yeah, so man. Good. This, this, listen, in life, if you don't ask, you don't get. That's true. I'm just going to say that. Like, just put yourself out there. Uh, I put myself out there and I got a great response. I like, they know how big the podcast is, so they know what they're getting, but we'll see. I'm excited for that. I can't wait. And I've got some ideas for some shows. Turns the podcast into a little bit of more of a, a, a show type thing for you guys to watch. I think... We might be doing more live episodes, too. So the live episodes oh. will be fun. Um, I've had three people ask me individually through DMs, and one person asked on stream, hey, would you guys be open to doing a normal live episode? And I was like, that is an interesting thing I didn't think about. It makes recording kind of hard, but we can ones. figure it out. We can figure it out. But I mean, we have we a lot of stuff coming. We could do a normal one, or we could do a Twitch special one. Who knows? Who knows? Who freaking knows, dude? Follow the podcast. Follow our socials. Everything is down below. We appreciate you guys watching today and hanging out and having a good time. I can't wait for the next episode because it's probably going to be 100% about Cyberpunk. Probably. I don't know. At least my end of the podcast will be. Or maybe Cyberpunk's going to suck, and I'm going to spend the whole episode crying. You know? We're, we don't know. We'll find hey, out by you guys watching. Pog. Cheers, Pog. Freaking great time. I am now caffeinated as frick from this tea. I didn't think it'd be that much, and but his mic's just sound I'm amazing. Hyped. Oh my god, I just realized I have to Ah, his mic, dude! In. I'm so pumped. I'm in. I can't uh, wait for his mic, dude. All right, we'll see you guys later. Right, bye, Thank chat. you so much for we hanging out. Bye. bye, 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 bye. Thank you. Goodbye.